behind their culture gang. Oh, yeah. I did think this out that this is what we will call the people who listen to this. The I culture love gang. that. I really the like gang the culture, culture gang. gang. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of it's better than I was listening to this one podcast and she calls her audience pod podalters, like podal like adults who are listening. I think it's called adulting, and she's got this really like long posh name. And she, <laughs> she calls it podalters. Well, it doesn't come easily off the tongue, is what I will say. Should I say it in a posh accent? Podalters. Po- I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the posh accent. Po- I tried. Po- po- podalters. <laughs> no, but like, no hate to this girl. I'm sure no. she has a incredible thriving. podcast. <laughs> she probably thinks Culture Gang is a terrible name. It's but... a bit like, um, it's better than Low Gang, though, so I think. You know. Oh yeah, we have stolen. I don't know if you know this, but our inspiration is Logan, Logan Paul. Paul. So, do you know what was that I was looking up the other week? It was like, oh, basically, when I was looking, researching Paul is dead, as in oh, the yeah. Beatles, um, for our podcast last week, go watch it if you haven't seen it. We talked about the conspiracy theory that um, Paul McCartney's dead. It's very close uh, to But I was typing, yeah, obviously, I was typing that into YouTube. And it kept coming up, and I think this really shows the generation we live in. It repeatedly came up with the like commentary videos on that time that Logan Paul went into the forest with in a Japan dead man and filmed that dead body. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. And let's not dwell on his um his actions there, but it was a mistake, wasn't it? I any part of it that. Even if, say, you plan to go into this thing as like a, oh, lol, spooky, ooh, it's yeah. forest people kill themselves, and you come across a dead person, or someone's mm. just taking their life, yeah, you don't edit a video together. No. I feel like he could have maybe done, okay, so like, shown himself going into the forest, stopped editing there, mm-hmm. like stopped the video there, yeah, and then edited in like a little bit of him speaking and sort of reflecting on how he felt when he saw that and, you know, his feelings on um, mental health and stuff like that. But he was, at this time, I don't know if he's moved on now and maybe he's older and knows better, but I don't think at that time he was emotionally mature enough to recognise that that was the probably correct thing to do if you you felt you needed to include it for views. Maybe go at it from a, like, enlightened point of view rather than... Which is what he had to scramble for. Exactly. Because it exactly. didn't work before. Nope. Nobody knows. So, I mean, it's a good segue into something else. Um, what have you been watching this week? Any problematic YouTubers or just uh, problematic living? Who knows? <laughs> what have you been doing? What have you been watching? Problematic living. Um, yeah. I have finished watching Queen's Gambit on Netflix. Oh, yes. Have you seen I've not it? watched it. No, I've heard good things, though. I've... I mean, it's interesting because they've made chess kind of watchable. Which is hard to do. Really hard to do, especially because the whole thing is she goes through all these different tournaments and she gets better and better and better. Yeah. And it's a, it's still the same format. It's two people sitting on either side of a chessboard playing a game. So they wrote, there is variety in yeah. kind of cinematography. So that's interesting. Um, her It's got like a really creepy feel to it. It's got like... You keep expecting something awful to happen to her, like she's going to get oh. abused in the orphanage, or she's, 
you know, she's alone in the world and she's going to be taken advantage of. But she never does. And it's really nice to see. It honestly, it was like, nice to see. It's got this drained feeling where it's like, oh, something awful is going to happen, something really bad. But it, yeah. it never does. And I think there's so many things where women get abused in them. And it's not to say that women don't get abused and that shouldn't be shown as much. But I yeah. think there's a predominant depiction of abuse in TV of women. And you expect well, children to be abused or you expect people to take... And it, it just doesn't happen. And it's really... The clothes are beautiful. Like, I would recommend watching it. It's like um, films and TV shows that focus around black characters and black Mm. black lives. And there is a lot of issue with that because people are like, well, anytime there's like a big blockbuster Oscar winning Mm -hmm. sort of film that centers around black people, it has to be about like slavery. Yeah. Couldn't it just be a film that was just like, this is a film and it's a really good film and like, unrelated <laughs> yes the cast is black people because you never think about it when the full cast is white people no i mean if you think about films that were like big at the oscars this year you have like little women mm-hmm. um marriage story other films i can't i think can't of. remember you I, know. i'm struggling um jojo rabbit did quite well it was beautiful boy was that this year or was that last year mm-hmm last year mm. but anyway it's still the same point like they're they're like a cast full of white people but mm. it's not the film isn't about being a white person is no it? so it's like why and it's the same with women like mm-hmm. if it's a film centered around women does it have to be about like the fact that she's being abused yeah like why can't it just be like this is a woman and she's living her life yeah as everyone can yeah and i think the more narratives i think there is you know you want to highlight the injustices in the world but also yeah, i think the way obviously. it's so oversaturated and like that's why i stopped mm-hmm. watching crime dramas and because i really like scandinavian ones like a couple of years yeah. ago but everything it was a dead woman or a dead young woman who was just about to go off into the world and you just yeah. think, well i can see myself in this yeah what message am i supposed to go into it being like oh well everyone's out there to kill me or waiting to you know destroy my young life because I haven't just stayed at home all the time. Exactly. It's not I mean, the message. In the same, like you've said, I feel the same about, like, films about slavery are important yes. because we have to learn. Mm-hmm. But films about slavery that are created by white people and have white saviour complexes, Ooh. no thank you. Which is often the films that get the Oscars again. Yeah, did um, The Help get the Oscar? I don't, or was I it... don't know exactly, but people from it won Oscars. Right, yeah. So I feel like Octavia Spencer... Viola Davis was probably nominated as well. Yeah, yeah. I think maybe they might have both won an Oscar. Right. And that, you know, that doesn't take away from... They did a great performance. Oh, absolutely. I haven't seen it, but... No, I, they're great. I they hear, are great. I, wa- I have watched They're great. It. Yeah. But, um, and that was why, I think it was last year when... Um, so Black Klansman was up for a lot of Oscars, yes. and so was is it Green Book that is um oh yeah very white saviory yes, and um there was a lot of controversy because Green Book won like all the Oscars, mm. but you know it, it no matter what you feel about the films, should it ha- should that be the sort of film we should be re- is that the sort of mm. film we should reward right now yeah you know interesting topics to start the day there wasn't it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It got serious fast, but it, it needed to be said. <laughs> we just went straight into it. 
Um, but aside yeah. from that, I think, and I mean, we've started watching The West Wing again because there's some small amount of hope in American politics. Um, <laughs> and that's the thing. I don't know why in my family we just return to The West Wing when we can watch it. It's like... How many times have you seen it? I've never seen it. I think this is our... It's my second time watching it. It's my parents' third time watching it. But there's seven it's seasons incredible. with 22 episodes each and they're all like 40 minutes. So it's... it's a, it's. <laughs> I, I can't I can't do that. There is t- there are TV shows that I've probably watched several times, but I tend to go for smaller TV yeah. shows. I I feel more passionate about smaller TV shows. I don't know what not as in like like everyone knows them, but there's less episodes. Yeah. I feel very daunted when I go to see a new <laughs> like I'm like, oh I'll watch this new TV show that everyone's talking about yeah. and it's like ten seasons, twenty four episodes each season. <laughs> can't do it. That scares me. No. <laughs> It's like, I know I've got all the time in the world, but no. I think my attention span is so diminished. I think if anything is over Same. half an hour watching, I'm like, I will not be paying attention to that all the way through. I think 15 minutes tops is my attention span now, and that's terrifying. <laughs> you know what my problem is? And I think I've discussed this with you before. I definitely have, because it's the same with books. I, like, if I... I don't like um, waiting to know what happens, mm. so I I can't think of any time in my life where I've been shocked at what happens in a TV show or a movie or a book, because I always find out what it is beforehand, yeah. because I hate waiting. I'm so impatient. <laughs> so the idea of having to watch like so much TV to get to the bit that's the actual exciting bit... <laughs> I, I can't, I don't have the patience for that. I cannot do it. Like, I'm considering watching The Crown now. Cause oh, I, please do. It's really good. Yeah, I've never watched it, but I have no interest in watching the first two seasons because I only want to know about... Diana. Stuff. Yeah, basically. <laughs> but I, I said that to my mum when I was like, oh, we should watch this. And she was like, mm, but I was alive during it, so I don't really care. Yeah, I that's like, but interesting. I wasn't alive. Yeah. I don't really care about the Queen when she was young. I know that's bad, but <laughs> is it bad? I don't really care. No, it's not. I think she's, and I mean, it's weird that they're doing it while she's still alive. Is the yes, other thing I that I find weird. I always think that. I always think that about um, docu- not documentary, what are they, biopics mm. that people cre- like that are created while the person's still alive. Yeah. Unless you do like Elton John and you're basically in charge of your own biopic, yeah. <laughs> yeah. which makes more sense <laughs> than. The only example I can think of right now is when they did the Scylla Black document, like, biopic while she was still alive with Sheridan Smith. And I just oh, found that yeah. really weird. Yeah. And then she died quite soon after that. Oh. It, was like, it was almost like you were predicting that would happen. <laughs> no, I just, because I, then you've still got to be mindful that these, the people that it's about are alive. So how much can you show? And I think because the royal family have always done, like, this propagandary thing. Yeah. And they've tried to control the narrative and they had all this stuff with the media. And yeah. I have, we did watch The Crown from the beginning. Um, yeah. And now it's oh, Olivia Coleman and Helena Bonham Carter. Yeah. And it's, I think it's an interesting thing they've gone for. And it's the guy, um, oh my God, what was he in? He was in God's Own Country. Yes, that's why I went to watch it. He's he's Prince uh, Charles, the guy from the Durrells as well. He's in the Durrells, and I <laughs> yeah. think he is very good at acting. But also, I have um, aside from God's Own Country, everything else I've seen him in, even if it's not a comedic role, I feel like he just puts in bits of comedy. I think he has very good comedic timing. 
I think he's in the new Emma as well. Yes, he is. He's Mr. Yeah, Elton. he's in a lot of things. Yeah. yeah, he's in things. He does well for himself. I can't remember his real name. No, <laughs> I can't remember. But no, I, I would recommend watching The Crown. But it's interesting because I suppose we had like distance from it, waiting for the new season. So I think it would be a lot to try and like go through the whole like the Queen's life up until the eighties or whatever it was when now Diana's coming in. <laughs> I what I've watched this week is um very much the opposite of that sort of thing. Um but it is on Netflix and I did binge watch it because it was so easy. Oh what was um, it? Oh have you heard of it? It's Dash and Lily. Oh, I read the book. I Right, you have to watch this. Is it really? It is it good? Who knows? <laughs> is it cheesy? Absolutely. It oh my probably God. is cringy. But it's so easy to watch. Right. I could just sit there and watch it. It's so nice and Christmassy. Like mm. they put in all the best Christmas songs. Um, it's just so lovely. That's the overwhelming feeling. I was like, I'm kind of embarrassed to be watching this, but <laughs> it's, it was so lovely. It's just so cute. And you're happy for them. They're happy. However, I was like, oh, this cast, like, because the two, the people who play Dash and Lily look pretty young. Mm-hmm. And then this one guy comes in, and I was thinking, like, he looks old. So I looked into it, and he was in his late 20s. And I was like, that's weird that he's playing a teenager, oh, especially, like, like that. when he, um, like, kisses the girl that plays Ooh. Lily. I'm sorry if that's a spoiler. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I want to find out how old Lily is. She's, like, 26. What? She looks super young, but she's 26. And then I looked up how old the guy who plays Dash is, and he's, like, 24. Why are they he's still like, doing this with, like, teenage films? Like, I have no idea. There have been shows that have cast teenagers. There are teenage actors around. Like, is <laughs> I feel like if you're doing a show, like, which I haven't seen this, but I can see why you would cast adults in it, but if you're doing a show like Euphoria, which is yes. very much, like... There's a lot of X-rated stuff. Yeah, probably not the best show to cast teenagers no. in because ethically, it's not you know the best. you're kind of yeah ethically not great. So yeah, cast people in their young twenties. But this show is like the most innocent thing ever. <laughs> but the girl who plays Lily, I was so surprised that she was in. Like she looks younger than me. She looks very young. Really? Yeah. They they cast and she sounds young. Maybe she went into voice training for it. Maybe, maybe that's just her thing. But this week, um, I, I just love watching cheesy Christmas things. I just love how predictable they are. Yeah, That's the thing I've said. I'm not patient at waiting for like a big surprise. reveals. So if I know what the plot's going to be... Like, there's no surprises in bad Christmas films, is there? No. It's going to be a happy ending, and it's going <laughs> to go about the same way. I mean, I've watched so many Christmas films where it's about, like, you know, the love interests they both work at like opposing companies and they're fighting but they fall in love at christmas and it's always the same formula Mm -hmm. there's always a blonde girl who's playing the actress who's the actress and the main love interest but you've never seen her in any other thing in her life (laughs) and they all look the same but they're all different actresses and it's they always try and pick someone conventionally attractive for the man but they all just look the same, like, more yeah. similar than the women do, I think, by the end Definitely. of it. Definitely. Considering that all the women are mainly blonde. Yes. The men, they could be, the, it could be the same men. It's just like they're getting them out of a farm. <laughs> they're farming these men. And they'll just be like, oh my gosh, this man is the most attractive man I've ever seen. And it's like, 
it's not that he's an unattractive man, but it's just like your average Joe comes out yeah. and you're like, oh, this is the man. This is the man that <laughs> we're raving about. Well, this is because we watched Holiday, didn't we? Yeah. It's shite. Do... I couldn't tell you the plot of that film. <sighs> I don't, yeah, what, they were whinging that you need a partner for Christmas, or at and holidays, all holidays, because like every you'd get badgered, badgered by people, and people would be, but it's only her family that badger, because yeah. his family's Australian, so it literally, <laughs> I mean, he could be an orphan, he never, like, I swear he never mentions his family. No. So there's, also, I mean, we said this when we were watching it. At Christmas time especially, I don't want to bring anyone else no. into my family Christmas. Because you all have your own traditions. Yes. Someone else isn't going to fit into that, are they? <laughs> You're not going to fit. I Honestly, the idea of like having to be married one day and like... If I've got to go to someone else's family Christmas... And they and they watch the Queen's speech or oh, something like that. Red flag right out the door. <laughs> oh, what if they like... They watch the Queen's speech. They go on like... One of the like a super long walk after dinner. Oh. They all have matching pajamas, that sort of thing. My family Christmas is the most lazy thing ever. Yeah. We just messes. Yeah. And I don't want to go into someone's like organized, perfect. Meh. <laughs> it's too regimented, I think, with certain things. Like it should be about you just ease into different parts of the day. You might watch a Disney film if you can't be bothered. Yeah. Think of anything else. Like there's always loads of Disney films on telly. Exactly. And I think that's just what I like. We just, we don't want to see anybody. We had really, like, family friends that we no longer are family friends with. (laughs) And grew up with, like, there was a girl who was older than me that was my best friend and a boy who was older than Yuan who was his best friend. So, like, it was all working out fine. Yeah. And then they moved to the house next door to us. And they are... (laughs) (laughs) Are they still living there? They still live there. And that's when oh. the relationship started falling apart because they just got really uppity and they were like, they thought they were better than we were, but they literally live like one house up. Literally In what next way? Door. What what were they doing? So like we would used to go over and we used to knock on the door and stuff and say, oh, I'm ready to play. Like, because oh, we were quite yeah, little. As you do. And they would just shut the door and just be like, no, not today. Just like completely turn us away without any explanation. Um, and... Yeah, the whole relationship just, like, fell apart. They, he turned up on Christmas Day just to, like, drop in and say hello. That's I weird, that isn't weird. it? I find that weird. I don't... This is the thing. This happens on Dash and Lily. Like, they... On on Christmas Day, they're just going about New York, like, going to see friends. What? Going to pubs and stuff like that, and I think... Christmas Day? No! I don't know. Maybe I'm just, like, super unsociable and <laughs> I just want to eat. I want to watch TV. Like, you get, like, I get a lot of chocolate at Christmas Mm -hmm. because everyone knows that I love chocolate in my family, so they'll buy me a lot of chocolate. So I don't want to go out. I just want to eat that chocolate and watch the, like, Christmas specials that are on TV. Yes. And drink. Yes. And that, and I don't want to see people and have, like, have to be like, oh, how's your Christmas? No. Like, you do Christmas with your friends and stuff, like, earlier. Yeah, and then Christmas Day then... is, don't leave the house. No. Yeah. But then people are different, aren't they? aren't they? Some people have everyone around on Christmas Day, and they do loads of stuff. But I just, 
couldn't be me. <laughs> and, and, but on the topic of Christmas, um, I don't know if you saw this, but Khloe Kardashian, back to these girls, was like, someone tweeted her and they were like, hey girl, um, just thinking, it's going to be sad that you guys aren't having your Christmas Eve party this year. Because if you don't know, the Kardashians always have this like big Christmas Eve bash. Right. Like it's massive. It's I watched, you can watch clips from one that Kim and Kanye did one year and it looks like a dream. It's really so much money must have been spent mm. on this party. Sia's there. Like there's <laughs> loads of famous people there, but you see Sia's real face on the video. Oh, do you? Anyway, yeah, it's nice. It's a face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not much to, it's just a nice face. Um, <laughs> and sh- yes, basically they do these massive christmas eve parties an absolute waste of money if you ask me but so someone tweeted and they were like oh are you like i'm sad you're not going to be doing one this year chloe kardashian's like oh no like i think we still will we'll still be doing one we'll just make sure we do like we'll make sure we're doing rapid covid testing or whatever Um, but so i read a buzzfeed article on this tweet and they said that the rapid COVID, te- COVID test that the Kardashians are getting mm-hmm. done all the time so they can do all these ridiculous things yeah. um, are, one, upwards of $140 per test. <gasps> so if you think of, like, the Kim's birthday party... She had 40 had, like, people. Yeah, Kendall had, like, 100 people at her birthday. I know that. And they did rapid testing on the doors. So, you know, you do the maths. Um, <laughs> not me. And then they also said that in a recent study by Quidel, Quidel, I'm going to be saying that wrong, but a recent study found that the rapid test detected only about 32% of positive <gasps> cases. Oh my god! So, so you paying all that money for it not to work, for one, 32% is not... Oh, that's negligible. <laughs> so, um... I hope they all get it now and then they can just yeah. stop. Just stop. Just stop <laughs> Stop it. You don't... This is what I mean. Why Why do people need massive Christmas Eve parties? I don't think, like... I don't think those sort of people understand Christmas. That sounds like a very Christmas movie thing to say, but... <laughs> they're not serious I'm, about Christmas like They're not I serious am. about Christmas, but, like, isn't the point of Christmas in the now, like, less religious way that most people celebrate it? Isn't it about, like, caring for your families yeah. and friends and giving Seeing them people. like yeah giving them little gifts that matter to them yeah. like getting in the spirit it's not about having like a hundred people over and spending like millions of pounds on a ridiculous party i think it? i this is what might be a hot take but hot take i reckon their parties would be quite boring i don't know what i can't imagine that people would you'd probably just have like have chat it'd just probably be like a normal party i don't you think know? anything spe- aside from like the decor and the makeup and i don't think it would be spectacular you know i feel like those, people would be um, filming it more as well which would just be boring like oh. those art installations or museums where it's not really actually about the art it's more about you taking instagram yes. pictures with the art yeah. they have a lot of them now i imagine it's just like that you mm. just it's more about being there, you taking Instagram pictures, and yeah, being there, yeah. being around these people, getting a picture with Kylie, than it is about um, actually celebrating Christmas and Christmas Eve things. But I don't know. 
do you guys watch the videos on YouTube of their Christmas Eve parties and tell us what you think? Is that the right way to spend Christmas Eve or is that a <laughs> terrible way? And Christmas Eve should be an unsociable time where you watch Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I think it should be. Do you think that um, it would just be like simultaneous photo shoots as well? Like it's all yes. out like someone is like, oh, I'll take a picture with you now. And then you trot across Absolutely. the room and you take a picture with someone else. And it's just like, I couldn't be bothered. I was watching Say Yes to the Dress last night, um, the version that's set in Lanc- Lancaster, oh, yeah. which <laughs> is hosted by Got Quan, so you know I'm going to love it. But this girl was on it, and she just kept being like, oh, I want to wear a dress that no one on Instagram's ever seen before. And, and it was all about the fact that everyone on Instagram would never have seen this sort of dress before. I was like, why is that the priority? How you're picking your dress. And also... I hate to say it, but she was like, oh, I want it to be really different, something no one on Instagram has ever seen before. <laughs> and she just kept coming out in ball gowns, like the princess dresses. <laughs> Everyone's seen them. I was thinking she was going to do, like, a two-piece sort of thing. Yeah. Or, like, she could have done, like, a suit sort of thing. Like, mm. I think that's different. Yeah. I think that's fun. A ball gown, a princess ball gown. Been Everyone's there, done, done that. I wanted one of them when I was about five. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Did it make you feel Christmassy, though, watching the um, Kardashians' Christmas parties? Yeah, it does make... Well, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I did a quick t- turn there. I guess, no, it didn't. Because, do you know, it actually stressed me out more than anything. Because oh, they no. were saying that people were over at their house, like, partying until, like, the early hours of the morning. And, like, Kim was super drunk and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> And the children were up late, and I just think, like, it's Christmas Day then the next day. When you're a child, like, I feel the joy of Christmas is getting up so early. Yeah. And, like, going and seeing if your presents are there, and then, like, having Christmas morning, which is lovely. But Kim, for example, was fully drunk <laughs> and would not be, like, up in the morning to do Christmas morning. No. Is what I'm feeling. <laughs> and at least she wouldn't be festive. She would not be festive. <laughs> And I just think it's ruined Christmas morning, if anything. I'm very traditional in my... I'm Like, I'm not, obviously, traditional in the way I celebrate Christmas because I don't go to church or anything, but <laughs> I love, like, the trying to recreate the feeling of Christmas when you're a child. Yes, I feel like that as well. Yeah, same. And to the point that every year, because you know when you're a child, you wake up earlier to celebrate Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um... So it was always dark when we yeah. would open presents when I was Yeah, because you get up like get four in the morning. Exactly, <laughs> like which I understand. I'm sorry to my parents. That was probably <laughs> annoying. But so since then, because obviously I don't wake up that early now, I wake up maybe like nine or eight um, on Christmas Day, that is. And I'll like have the curtains closed so that I can recreate Aww. the darkness. However, my dad always gets downstairs before me and I kid you not, we have a fight every Christmas morning, a whole family fight, because he refuses to allow the curtains to stay closed. He goes down, immediately opens the curtains, I go in, close the curtains again. That goes on for solidly half an hour. Why? Mom, because he, like, he's a t- an attention seeker. He can't, like, accept me just being like, I want to recreate the Christmas of my childhood. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't see that joy. So we always compromise with having one set of curtains closed oh, no. and the others open. 
to try and do more Christmassy things now because we're heading into like mm. mid-November, aren't we? So um, I think I want to feel Christmassy. Starbucks seasonal times, <laughs> rather than like we're not specifically Christmas because we're inclusive. That's the calendar we stick to when Starbucks starts doing. <laughs> Starbucks has started doing their holiday drinks now, so very exciting. That means I can celebrate. Yep, and I will talk about um, where did meme culture come from? Did you know that it actually came, the term meme came from Richard Dawkins in 1976? I knew it came from Richard Dawkins, but I imagined it came recently. Yeah. I didn't realise it was in the 70s. Yeah. So he's talking about it in terms of um, genetic things that are passed down non-genetically. So like yeah. images that are reproduced and it's it's like a language that's created without it being, like, genetically passed on. Well, that's a lovely theory. Yeah. and But yeah. I had absolutely no idea that it was Richard Dawkins that created the meme. Like, he is... <laughs> he is Stan Richard meme. Dawkins. <laughs> Stan the man and his, um... What is he? He's just really against any religion. <laughs> yeah, he's the most atheist man that in existence. Yeah, they did. When I did RS at A-level, my RS teacher was saying that the part of your brain, and this is going to be very non-scientific because I can't remember any of the terms. The part of your brain that makes you like more susceptible to believing things mm-hmm. and like being more like superstitious and, I don't know, just believing in wider things in general. He has a very small, like his is very small, basically. Oh. Whereas other people's are larger. They did like a test on him and they found that out. So oh, that's, that's why he's in. Yeah, his is like ridiculously small, whereas other people's are... And it's genetics as well, it's like... Yeah, so he would love that, surely. He would be like, yeah, that's right up my street, love it. (laughs) So it was actually, an internet meme was first used by this guy called Mike Godwin in 1993 for Wired magazine. Which again, is like, it's going so far back, like before... Yeah, I wouldn't have expected that. No. That's really interesting. Um, And so then obviously Dawkins came in and clarified what the internet meme was. Love that. Um, it's being a meme deliberately altered by human creativity, distinguished from biological genes, and has and his own pre-internet concept of meme, which involved mutation by random change and spreading through accurate replication of Darwinian selection. Um, an internet meme hijacks the original idea, and it's just I just found it really interesting how they've. I think of memes as silly and stupid things. Yeah. But people are reading, are talking about them and talking about how they're changing the culture and genetics and... Exactly. Like, Is I it mean, that deep? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, when I was saying to Holly, I was like, I want to do a podcast on memes. And, like, at first it's like, well, that seems odd. But it, in a very strange way, if you did want to get deep about it, they have had a very big impact on popular Huge culture. Huge impact, yeah. Yeah, so it... It seems weird, but I guess if you're a very intellectual person, you could get into the specifics of it. Also, isn't there a degree that you can do? Like, there's a meme degree? Is there actually? Oh my god. (laughs) So I guess that's, like, if you do the meme degree, you would probably discuss, like, Richard Dawkins and his (laughs) theories and stuff. So it's far more scientific than I had ever thought, but that's as about mm. scientific as we're going to get because so interesting though. Yeah, it's actually like a bio. It, it, it's just the fact yeah. that he coined it just blew my mind. 
Um, and it's so long ago. Yes. It feels like Seven, memes are so recent. I know. How is that? Of course it came out in the 70s, though. Like, we should have known. <laughs> yeah. 70s does seem very memeable. <laughs> so then I was looking through, nostalgically, the, like, evolution of internet memes a little bit. So I've categorised yeah. it into, like, three different times. So, like, early 2010 internet memes, and also I'm going to talk about Vine a little bit. Oh, love that. So... Having a look at like early memes, it's just the bog standard weird picture with the lettering like top and bottom. Yeah. You know, it's kind of been done to death as every scenario probably at this point under the sun. I feel with those memes, they're very based in Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Rather than now, the big memes don't really make it to Facebook. (laughs) Facebook is not the platform for meme no. Unless you're middle-aged, which is the other thing. Yeah, like the demographic. Memes. Yeah, but the, the middle-aged Facebook meme people are still doing the that formula oh. of the top and bottom. 100%. They've it's discovered... Very millennial. <laughs> well, yeah, millennials, I think, are slightly better because they have categorised, you know, all the people that end up on BuzzFeed video where it's like, yes. I became a meme. Like, this yeah. is what I've been... And it's normally that stock photo of the guy. Yes. And it's just... What what could they possibly say? Because it's 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 beyond them. It's moved like beyond them. Being so. famous for being a meme is literally the definition of your fifteen minutes of fame for me. Yeah, like the, people know you purely as the meme person. They never know your name. <laughs> they never know like what you do, what you're known for. Just this person is meme. That's it. Yeah, and you sad. You, you disappear, and you yeah never get a voice. It's normally just your face. <laughs> Isn't that sad? <laughs> Voiceless. <laughs> and I actually tried to find the names of some of the stock photos of iconic memes. Nice. So, um, <laughs> there's the one where, I mean, we've used it on the Instagram, where yeah. the guy is, like, looking after an attractive girl and his girlfriend is just, like, absolutely shocked and appalled. It's apparently titled... Disloyal man walking with his girlfriend and looking amazed at another seductive girl. <laughs> seductive girl, isn't she like She's in jeans nothing. and a top? She's like, got a red walking. top. You can't see anything. So seductive. That's <laughs> <laughs> just funny. And the um, anime one where the guy's like holding his hand up to a butterfly, and it's like, is this? It's from a '90s anime called The Brave Fighter of Sunfire, Fight Firebird. You know, they've been around for a long time. They're instantly recognisable now. There's history that you don't know in these memes. Hmm. Have we ever heard from the people who are in the meme of the, like, jealous girlfriend? Like, have they ever They've never spoken spoken out now. Although I did see something where I think there's more photos or someone creating more photos where they're... The girls actually get together and dump the guy. (laughs) it's it's a lovely ending. I wonder if we could contact these people... I think we can and try. at least ask for like some like how they feel about it being a meme, <laughs> and then if if we were successful, we could say, "Come on, our podcast," and become the new BuzzFeed <laughs> video. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna become the new BuzzFeed, the <laughs> less millennial version. I love it. Um, some honourable mentions that I forgot about from the 2010s: mm. the woman shouting "Real Housewives of Beverly Hills" at the cat. Um, yes, top tier. That one's great. 
great one. Arthur's yep. fish, fished, Arthur's fist, fist clenched. Arthur's fish would be a very different meme. I feel. <laughs> fist clench, clench Arthur. I'll give a eight out of ten. Yeah, it's a good meme, but like it's not that versatile. It's really not, and it, I think it's yeah. the scenarios that it could be applied to. I'm glad that it's kind of been forgotten about in the wayside. Whereas woman yelling at cat, silhouette. Everywhere you see it. That is so such a versatile meme. Yes. And it like ages well. Yes. It never ends. And like people come up with new versions of that meme constantly. Every time. So like that would Love gets Island. A 10 out of 10. It gets it gets applied to everything. Love it. Ten out of yeah. ten. Yeah. Perfect. Ten out of ten. Dicks out for Harambe. Great meme, uh, but needed to die out, I feel. <laughs> I give it a six out of ten. <laughs> I forgot that they shot the gorilla, and I know that's the whole yeah, point. Yeah, do you have the context behind that? Because I, I really don't have much context behind why that became a meme. So, it's tragic. This toddler <laughs> falls into the gorilla cage because he's climbed into it. The gorilla picks him up and starts like throwing him about. They shoot the gorilla. And then everyone is like, justice for Harambe, and people voted for him on in the 2016 general ele- in American election. I mean, like... And then it started dicks out for Harambe. Because <laughs> it was... Great meme. <laughs> Such a tragic beginning. So tragic. Do you, like, I just want to know the parents of that child. Obviously, I'm not blaming the parents of the child, but, like, what... I wonder what they think about the whole thing, like... Yeah. Did they see their child climbing into this thing? Did they... It's like, on how, film. How does the child... I think it's on film. I remember watching it on the telly. Well, whoever was filming it, wouldn't you... Because, like, wouldn't you go up and be like, Child, yeah. stop that. Yeah. Because it's very dangerous. They can kill you. They can. Yeah. Anyway, 6 out of 10 for that, because it has such a sad beginning. <laughs> and also in the 2010s, there was a lot of Kermit. Kermit really had his moment. So it's 10 like 10 out of 10 for Kermit. Evil Kermit... Kermit sipping tea, um, and also there was the confused maths lady. She was actually from a Spanish like telenovela. Um. <laughs> Didn't expect that. I, she gets a ten out of ten. I think she's still used a lot now. Yeah, I think she's applicable to a lot of stuff, and also I relate to it myself a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She it's it's a. A daily moment of confusion, I think, is trans. It's like any time anyone tries to talk to me about maths, it's like, Ugh. no, don't that meme stop talking through my. Head. <laughs> yeah. um, apparently, twenty sixteen was the year that Pepe, possibly the one of the original memes, was adopted by the alt right for Donald Trump's campaign. So, <laughs> Pepe, Pepe got I, radicalized I just feel in twenty sixteen. Pepe, <laughs> that's so terrible. What a weird meme for them to take. I know, and there was this one where Pepe's like they've put like a Donald Trump wig on him and stuff, and it's just it was it was really weird. Didn't enjoy it. No, not a fan of that. I'm not even gonna rate it. No, don't, because you know no. what? We don't have to think about Donald Trump anymore. No. Oh, goodbye, Donald. Bye, no. Donald. Um. Yeah. Bye, Donald. <laughs> If anyone wants something funny to watch that's, like, mocking Donald Trump, kind of, you just watch the SNL skit they do where they, like, spoof Sorry by Beyonce, but it's, like, Melania who's singing it, and, like, all the women in 
Donald Trump's life. You should really watch it. It's very good and very artistically done. A very oh. good take on um, Sorry by Beyonce. <laughs> I will definitely watch that because we need the light relief. Mm-hmm. So now I'm going to talk a little bit about Vine. And nice. my research for this was watching a 15-minute compilation of old Vines. You've got to do it. You You've do. got to do it. But if I... everyone's research for this podcast should be to just watch <laughs> a Vine compilation. This That's one had it. 17 million views. It deserves it. 17 million views for a Vine. Oh my god. Oh, oh, it's incredible. But like, I did not have Vine. I didn't watch. I didn't. I didn't care about Vine when no, it was a thing. But it was only in the compilations that. I, I know yeah. all of them. How did I absorb that information? <laughs> Do you know when people say about like artists not being appreciated at their time and then like yes. after their death, yes. you really appreciate them? It's that. Because I that makes like a lot of sense when it was a thing. Yeah. But then when it died, I was like, why did it have to die? It was so talented. That I genuinely, I think the wet, like the, the iconic vines that came from it, I still, I, they're my normal like parlance now like i just i yeah. intersperse them in all of my daily conversations and if you but everyone knows it as well i think that's the other thing like they're so instantly if someone doesn't like if you reference a vine and someone doesn't get the reference i think that's a red flag <laughs> yeah where were they like why don't why don't you just why know? don't you know <laughs> why don't you know this <laughs> but i think yeah it that makes sense that it's like you don't appreciate it until it's gone. The artist becomes yeah. more famous once they're dead. <laughs> um, looking back, actually, they were really talented that they only had six seconds. So it had to be quick, had to be punchy. I've seen a few, like, they seem quite young Gen Zers on um, TikTok. And they're saying, like, oh, you know what? Vine just wasn't funny, like, at all. Just Vine wasn't funny. But some of the people like scenarios they take so long on tiktok to get to the point and i'm like this is boring yeah. i'm moving on because you need to make it needs to be quick stabby funny punchy and most a lot of vines a lot of they like, didn't but a lot were good but like they're the funniest tiktoks for me that like now they're the ones that are kind of really short yeah and something happens in it and it's very confusing and you have no context for it yeah and so you end up watching it about 10 times because you're like what did I just witness? <laughs> yeah. And it's so obscure that it's funny. Yeah. And that's that's why Vine was good sometimes. Sometimes it was bad. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time it was bad, but the elite... <coughs> oh dear. <laughs> I'm done. The elite on Vine were just incredible. Yeah. They were incredible. They were so funny. So I didn't know that it, it only started in 2013 and was shut down like 2016, 2017. What? Because... I thought it was... Yeah, older than that. They couldn't compete with Twitter and Instagram. Apparently, it's the reason that it um shut down, and that's when the compilation started around 2017, which is probably when I 2018 Same. I probably watched a lot of the stuff. I agree. I think in the worst way, Vine had to die. Mm-hmm. It had to die, and now it's had a beautiful afterlife. That. And that's why it had to die. <laughs> like, yeah, it's sad, but when people talk about doing a Vine too, it's like no. Because it, it wouldn't need be to good. Be. No. It doesn't need. Let it die. Let it. Let it be. In the words of the Beatles, <laughs> let it be. Um, the ones that 
kind of was most successful on the Vine compilation, which is just weird. A lot of like blown out sounds, a lot of Thomas the Tank Engine Wii theme, um, yeah. things being edited in time with music, like the, you know, like the ping pong couple where it's like he hits the ball, it's like run away, I've got to, and it like hits the woman in the face. Um, yeah, the guy get like repeating things like the guy getting hit in the face with the yo-yo to um yeah i can't remember what that's the guy is. all the one i can think of is the the child like banging its head on its desk with yeah. the mario kart sound <laughs> that's the one the only one i can think of <laughs> it, but there was tons of them and the other thing is everyone was wearing a horse mask and some like everyone had a this was peak comedy i feel in like 2014 because Madness. i really wanted one of those horse masks that, that was peak comedy. Did you not get why. one? <laughs> no, they were like kind of expensive. <laughs> I looked on Amazon and I was like, I um, I asked for one for my birthday one year. Did but, you? <laughs> yeah, I guess like maybe I then asked for something else because I never got the horse mask. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I love that because you just, yeah. you don't, it was just like that moment that why was everyone wearing a And it was always like. That's what I mean about something that's funny because you'd just confused yeah six seconds of confusion (laughs) and also there's a video effects where the face like gets all spread and like squished together like um the guy from is it sweet life on deck where he's like why don't we just relax and put on the radio (laughs) i don't remember any of that no you'll have to send me some examples of that i can't how, like, what a fake fan am I? Like, I just can't <laughs> picture that in my head. Well, it's also like the other Real Housewives one where she goes, That's my opinion! Oh, yes. And then she's like, everyone's okay, blinking. I do remember now. Yeah. <laughs> I remember. Yeah. That's my opinion! But I think, because a lot of YouTubers just jumped from Vine to YouTube when it got shut down, yeah. that kind of editing still exists i think it's still in a lot of you even see it in people who are like tiktokers who now have youtube accounts like britney broski they do the zooming in zooming out editing text i think it's just it's it's just got a different platform now yeah definitely um but so the bad people that have jumped ship that became famous on vine paul brothers Mm -hmm. david dobrik Liza Koshi, who I don't find very funny, but that's just a personal no, thing. No, I don't. I feel like she was maybe funny when I was 16. Yeah. I think I watched a couple of her videos and I was like, ha, but... It's a lot of, like, the maybe face... Her... Pulling a funny face is, like, that millennial comedy thing, isn't it? That... The thing I don't understand is, like I say, I think her audience is more like children. I think she probably is funny to children. But then why is she doing, like... She does interviews at the Oscars and like she, she does stuff with Vogue. Yeah, there was one year at the Oscars she did interviews. She interviewed people. Like how? <laughs> what a good gig! Like, <laughs> and she made such weird jokes because her comedy really fits with children, yeah. and not not people at the Oscars. Anyway, that's by the by. And um, our favorite person also became famous on Vine, Gabby Hanna. Love. Oh yeah. Oh, it's just a nightmare. But then you've also got good people like Danny Gonzalez, Drew Gooden, Garrett Watts, Cody Co, Noel Miller. So, you know, there's the good and the bad. And there is the good. I feel like the good outweigh the bad because I can happily ignore all the bad people that came from it. But the good people are very good. Yes. Also, Lele Pons came from. Oh, fine. I've watched a lot of videos about her, but I, I would never. What I could never. 
bring myself to. I I'm the same. I've watched. I I have watched like a Vine compilation of her vines before, but um. Were they good? Funny? No, not not one. They're very based on like sort of like base humor, mm. kind of sexist, kind of like black and white. Not very good. <laughs> it's amazing Sorry, that people Lele. people get through like that, though, isn't it? Because yeah. And it's, I feel like it's, I'll, I will get on to TikTok, but, um. Cool. So I just thought I'd list off rapid fire, and you can do, we should do the rating thing again, where you rate Yay, the okay. vines I'm yeah, about to I'm excited off. to rate. Um, they're just the ones we quote so often. Free Shavaka do. Uh, that gets a 7 out of 10 from me. It's not my favourite, but I like, it's part of the avocado uh, vines that the I am avocado. quite fond of. Thanks. That one gets a 10 out of 10, because <laughs> Who raised that child? They've done such a good job. <laughs> yeah. He opens... That's what Christmas is about. That child yes. is what Christmas is about. <laughs> Opening an avocado and saying, an avocado, thanks. <laughs> like, just being grateful. <laughs> grateful for what you've got. Yeah, an avocado. It's pretty good. They're expensive. They are expensive. expensive. And I feel like we can't move on past the vine section um, without mentioning Hannah's is it your 20th birthday party? Oh, yeah. It was... Yeah, it was my 20th birthday party. It was um, Vine slash meme-themed. I opened it up to wider meme. Yes. It's hard to say memes. I opened <laughs> it up because I thought that, like, not everyone is probably as enthusiastic about Vine references as I am, <laughs> but the elites came in a Vine reference. <laughs> So I'm trying to remember what people... Holly came as an avocado. I was an avocado for the avocado-themed ones. Um, yeah, And also the so woman many. that sings, Peel the avocado, quack, come on. She's a legend. I, I hope she's doing well. I hope she is. Great. I hope she's got royalties from that because... Yeah, because also hers is so wholesome. She was just yeah. encouraging people to eat vegetables. <laughs> How good is that? But I went as... Um, oh my gosh, what's his name? He's a really famous, like, comedian. Can't remember his name, but it's the guy that's like, on my birthday, with my birthday cake, on my birthday. Smashes the glass. Anyway. Yeah, in a wig. In a wig. Uh, obviously, I just... Really, it was just me and, like, the colours that he's wearing. <laughs> no, but it was recognisable. Um, one of our friends yeah. was... I never went to Uvu Jabber. <laughs> Which is an incredible vibe. <laughs> that one gets a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I'm trying... The girl oh, in the back seat listening to Sam Smith. Girl. Another friend went and as then well. <laughs> the it's Wednesday, my dudes. <laughs> is and then oh my gosh, what's the one? Can't when believe you you've done this. Can't believe you've done this. That's the ones I can remember. It was very good, very good party. If you're looking for a theme for your birthday <gasps> party, and the other one, um, our other friend went as the Rock when he's. Oh, that was incredible. <laughs> I didn't think of that because it's not a vine, but the, uh, yeah, one of our friends came as that picture of the rock. When he's in a black turtleneck. Like the, yeah, the turtleneck and the, the like, chain. Uh, fanny pack. <laughs> yeah. And she looked incredible. Yes. It was it was an incredible costume. So we definitely love vines and they have a very important place in our friendship. <laughs> um, other ones I forgot about until recently... Um, I think it might be from like a skit or something where the guy gets something thrown at his head in a supermarket. He's like, oh, try my bitch. Um, <laughs> we got this bitch's empty yeet. Whole yeet. new word. 
Um, Incredible word. There's only one thing worse than a rapist. Boom. A child. A child. <laughs> that one's incredible. That gets a 10 out of 10. That's probably one of my favorite. I reference that so much. And people never get it. Because without the first bit, it's it's just you saying a child. Yeah. But um, I do keep consistently saying it. Yeah. It's a child. Excellent. You better yeah. watch out. You better watch out. You better watch out. You better out. watch out. You better watch out. Christmas mood. Incredible. <laughs> that gets like a 9 out of 10. Two it's, just, it's just not my favourite, but I like it. Five, Five feet apart because they're not gay. gay. That's got to be one of my favourites. Like, Well, it's probably... I used to find it a lot funnier, but recently I've maybe not thought about it as much. <laughs> It's only like an 8 out of 10. I, used to, I feel like I used to reference that a lot more. Excellent. And then yeah. all the Gavin vines for the little boy who Gavin, like... He must be Gavin, like 15 like, now or something. No, he's still pretty young. I think he? he turned 10 the other day. Yeah, because I saw, I saw like an Instagram of him and he said like, turning 10 or something. Oh. It was so cute. He's still really cute. Oh, that makes me so happy. You know the one of him, like, it's a meme now and it's like him holding a cup and the <laughs> yeah. caption's like, your mom on Christmas morning when she sees you opening your presents. That's my favourite meme, probably. I love that one. We love so it. Good. Absolutely love it. And then the final one I've kind of gotten here is B-I-C-T-H. I reference that one so often, but people don't understand that I'm referencing it, I feel. <laughs> because because I am dyslexic, I genuinely think they just think I can't spell. <laughs> but I am referencing that. So if, if you're confused about my spelling of that word, it's because I'm referencing a vine, okay? Not oh. My spelling is bad. <laughs> so it's funny. <laughs> This will might transport you back because we were talking about old people on Facebook, like middle aged people on Facebook. When everyone yeah. was obsessed with minions, oh, what was that about? Why? Like the thing was, this is the thing. You know how everyone kind of hates Despicable Me and minions now. Yes, I think the Despicable Me films and the franchise is actually good, and it ha- this yeah. is a hot take. Me and Holly keep doing hot takes today, so when we do hot takes, we'll declare. This is a hot take. The <laughs> films could have had the potential to be like Shrek. Yes. Because they have a good cast. Mm-hmm. Steve Carell. Incredible. They're kind of a sweet story. They are. And like, it's, the animation is kind of cute. Yeah. However, <laughs> when it became a meme, it actually ruined Despicable the me. franchise. Yeah. yeah. It ruined it. So that's one of the occasions where a meme comes out and it it ruins something. The meme is for the worst. Yeah. It doesn't bring happiness to the world. It brings sadness. It's shocking that that has the power of it, that when people... It, it's almost like when things become oversaturated, you just don't want to even think about it anymore. You don't want to listen to anything about it. It's just like... Yeah. This absolutely. is ruined now. Yeah. It ru- some memes do get ruined, and the, what they come from is ruined, from oversaturation. Yeah. And that is something we need to acknowledge. It is. And yeah. on the other side of the spectrum... Spongebob is so integral to any meme culture, no matter what platform, no matter yeah. anything. And um, the three hours later transition, used exactly. in pretty much every other YouTube video, Mr. Krabs like astral projecting, Squidward's like <laughs> shut eyes and then he opens them as they're panicked. Like, it ended so handsome many Squidward years ago. Handsome Squidward as well. Sorry? Handsome, handsome, 
handsome Squidward. Oh yeah. Everyone memes him <laughs> because they're like, oh, I look like handsome Squidward. <laughs> so it's interesting that it ruins some franchises, but then maybe it gives it an afterlife in other yeah, things. Yeah, for others. Yeah. I'm trying to think of, I feel like there's another example of something it's done that for. But I can't remember. But I oh, this is so annoying because I feel like there is definitely a TV show or a movie. I feel like it kind of did it with Shrek, like yeah. memes and Shrek. I don't think it would have the same appreciation. No, if it wasn't for the memes. But unlike um, it's Despicable Me, the memes for Shrek are so obscure, yeah, <laughs> so weird and so obscure and so original that it never died down. No, it just carried on. Like every. Yeah, every few years, like, someone comes up with a new Shrek meme. That's very true, that's actually, incredible. yeah. Considering, like, the films came out in, like, what, 2002? Like, so long ago, yeah. And people are still coming up with original Shrek content? Incredible. Jesus. Yeah. So, yeah, so they were, like, kind of taking us up to where we are now, where it's Lovely. memes in 2020. Love that. So, kind of honourable mentions post-Vine, like, last year, sort of. The nobody yeah. meme, so it's like nobody, me running around, yeah. or like our hot takes could be transposed yeah. into a meme. Tea, I feel like teas are very big meme. Yeah. Like even now, people are like, "Oh, tea, hot tea." Yes. Sophie Turner from Game of Thrones does them on her Instagram. Does she She'll actually? Like, tea. Yeah, you, you can find compilations on Instagram. They're really good. She just has like. <laughs> hot takes on really random stuff and then she'll be like and that's the tea and then sip tea and one time her like hot take was every time i do these videos i'm never drinking tea and that's the tea she's they're very funny i recommend watching them um do you remember when people decided they were going to storm area 51 by naturo running at it and because they can't stop gets- us all this one gets an 11 out of 10 because, <laughs> i tell you why, it died out at an appropriate time. Yes. I feel like if it had been continued, it wouldn't have been as funny. No. But the fact that one summer, I think it was a summer, we were all just obsessed with the idea that Area 51 <laughs> would be stormed. And it was it was a really odd time because it was like, it we didn't know if that was real or fake sometimes. There was yeah. definitely some people who were going to go storm Yes. And people turned and, up. People turned yeah. up and were like in camper People bands. turned up in costumes. Yeah, they put um, what was it? They put like a music festival on. Yeah. To try and divert yeah, attention, <laughs> so people would go to the music because it's just That's in the middle of the beautiful. desert. Like there's nothing around. Yeah. They can't. There's no venues or like facilities for all these yeah. different types of people that were just going to turn up. So I think that had its it had its lifetime and then it died well. I think. Yeah, congrats um, to that meme. November was the start of Baby Yoda. Oh, I Baby Yoda is probably my favourite meme. I, I, It's still going, and I will say for a solid year, um, me and my brother and my mum would just send each other um, <laughs> pictures of ba- Baby Yoda memes to the point that my mum followed a bunch of Baby Yoda meme accounts. <laughs> And she was, like, sending them to me, but I couldn't see them because they were private accounts. And so she'd have to screenshot them, which I think is a real commitment (laughs) to the Baby Yoda meme. Um, But they were good quality memes, I'll give you that. And they were cute. And then by Christmas, it's turned into Adam Driver in Marriage Story fighting with Baby Yoda about chicken nuggets and chicky nugs. (laughs) Chicky nugs. 
I can't believe I forgot this meme, but it was one of my favorite. Do you? I are you gonna mention this because I don't want to mention it. If you are the uh, Scarlett Johansson meme from uh, Marriage Story. No, no, no. What? The one where she's um. You know, it's like in the beginning section when they're like reading their letter. Well, Adam Driver's reading his letters. And she's like dancing like this, and, <laughs> and everyone was making memes of it, saying it was like a woman in a yoga advert or like stuff like that. They were really good memes, good memes. Marriage Story produced a lot of memes, and it's still going. So much meme content, the, yeah. There's so many memes now of him when he's punching the wall, yeah. And <laughs> there's one I saw recently on Twitter. It's like this speech he's like every day i wake up and i wish you were dead something like that but they've changed it to every day i wake up and then him punching the wall (laughs) which i think is a top quality meme oh i love that so much and then when i was looking back at like 2020 memes um tiger king it's just way too many tiger king memes yeah that died for me i think that went on too long way too long and then when i was like when everyone was something tiger king at Halloween like I knew and people were doing like inside things like they weren't in, going out but there were so like, many it, Tiger King things I was just like oh stop I feel like in summertime as well though like I had so many celebrities were just dressing up as Tiger King and yeah. just like being like oh I'm wearing this shirt I'm Tiger King and it was like okay it's dying it's dying you're <laughs> destroying this meme yes and it won't live on no you're responsible for that which is why when it made a resurgence in October I was not happy to see it I'm not gonna lie no. And do you remember this very brief thing that I didn't know Dolly Parton started, where she posted like a <gasps> yes, panel I know what, yep. of all the different <laughs> profile pictures for like the different social media. I didn't know yep. she started that, and that's why I just wanted she to did. have like a little because some celebrities mention. were like some celebrities were calling it the Dolly Parton challenge, and it was iconic <laughs> that she started that. It was very that was a very celebrity based meme. Yes. I feel though, yeah. Like, I didn't see any of my friends doing it. No, it's I didn't the one see where any people um, doing it. What is it? Like, Twitter... It's what your profile picture is Like, on LinkedIn. Like, yeah. Yeah. Facebook. And the joke is that, like, on LinkedIn, you'll look really professional. Yeah. And then on, like, Tinder, you'll be all sexy. <laughs> That's the joke. It doesn't sound so funny when it's been explained. <laughs> um, and then there's a lot of, like... Cakes disguised as ordinary items that seem to be. I like this meme. I really enjoy yeah. like the Crocs and was it like bricks and, the, it and was stuff? Like, people like putting a knife to themselves and being like, "I have to do it. I have to know if I'm cake <laughs> and stuff like that." I don't think that meme died, and I, I, I feel like it could have a resurgence, and I'd be fine. With they it. kind of freak me out. Like the hand ones, I never watch, but like they freak me out because they're so good. They are so realistic. It's incredible. So realistic. I just, I just don't know how they do it. No, it I don't know. Taste good, can it? No. Because how can? Yeah, the I watch Cake Boss from time to time. I haven't watched it in probably a year though. And sometimes he makes cakes, but they're like stuffed full of like. Um, you know, like those, I can't, I don't know what they're called, but like they're kind of like pipes. Okay. And you put them through the cakes to like make sure they stay oh, together. Oh, yeah, 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 I know what you mean, yeah. And, and I just think like, oh, you can't eat it like a normal cake. No. Because you'll be cutting through and there's a pipe everywhere. <laughs> and they're so, I love icing, but there is so much icing. It's too be like much, a, yeah. Yeah, a mm. red velvet cake with a ton of icing. And then they always use like Rice crispy squares to like make the shapes a lot of the time. Uh, that's not How? a cake. That's just the... No. Who's eating that? It should be called Rice Krispie Boss. Boss. 
Did you, also, the, did you, this is a meme in itself. Did you know about the time that Cake Boss got arrested and he said, you can't arrest me, I'm Cake Boss. <laughs> no. <laughs> what? Yeah, I just think that's incredible. What did he get arrested that, for? Uh, like a DUI or something. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, so not not good. And also especially not good to think that being cake boss would get you out of that. But iconic in a way. I'm culture hang. You can't arrest me. <laughs> I'm going to start saying that. You can't arrest me. I'm culture hang. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. <laughs> you haven't heard of culture hang? Where have you been? Um, the biggest podcast out there. Yeah, like... Calm down, Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan's got nothing on us. I like how we better vote for Joe Rogan. <laughs> I feel like we should... Oh my god, I meant to tell you this at the beginning, but... um, What? Matthew Morrison is going to... is cast as the Grinch. And I no. don't know... No. I don't know if you've seen that girl on TikTok who is like, Except you, Matthew Morrison! And she just hates her. him and everyone's like, has anyone checked in on her? Because um, I don't think she'll be okay <laughs> <laughs> and she's Why always like being cast of the I don't know. But didn't they they just made a Grinch film? Yeah, but wasn't it animated? Yes. Oh, they're doing another Grinch yeah, like, film that's not animated. Live action Grinch. He's Do you know the when they did the original live action Grinch with uh, Jim Carrey, they had to do like um CIA torture training with him because it was so horrendous. Like the what? suit he was in. Oh my god. It was so horrendous, like he could barely breathe. So they had to do torture training. How like oh my god Matthew Morrison could never oh I hope he taps out never I hope that yeah. girl fires like, can't him do it and... can't do it but like the Jim Carrey film is really good and loads of people yeah. love that so why, why I know it's old lot? now but why why try and do that because capitalism you know? breeds innovation Hannah <sighs> don't get me start don't get me start that could be a whole podcast itself me talking about sequels of films that shouldn't exist that's what we should do we should do a Christmas like. Run. Oh, Christmas, Christmas sequels that yes. are just bad. Yes. Do you know what I could, I could talk about? Because we're really going off topic. I'll stop in a second. Because <laughs> I watched one yesterday, but the amount of like Cinderella story films oh my there are. God. I watched one yesterday, but it was a Christmas version of one. So. <laughs> it's on theme. Yeah. <laughs> and the other, the only other thing that like, it wasn't really a meme, but I enjoyed it very much was a bard call really came into its own where people were making... Um, like medieval versions of pop, of like um, Harry Styles Ooh, yeah, and like yeah. pop music and stuff. It's incredible. It just, I didn't know that was what that was called. That's very cool. It's just serotonin. Go listen to it. There's tons of them. They've done like tons of film, film, films, tons of songs. Um, I'm trying to remember what though. Like I listened to a WAP like thing the other day, and it was one I'd not heard before, and it was incredible. I'm trying to remember what it was. And I was genuinely like, I was running a bath and I was dancing to it. So I'm going to see if I can find that while you continue because that was a really good meme, I think. Well, this is the next perfect segue into oh, good. my final bit, which is talking about TikTok because. Yay! I think this is another branch of the meme culture thing, but it's with sounds, which I think is really yeah. interesting. And people using sounds in different ways and depending on what algorithm stuff you'll be on you'll be seeing like straight tiktok or like yeah alt alt. tiktok um and people are really creative with it and i think it's great but wap is everywhere i hope she's made i hope they've made so much money from it because oh my days the mashup was um wap and rasputin by (gasps) bonia 
I'll send it to oh, you afterwards. Please and do. Everyone go listen and we'll to it. We'll link it. We'll link it. Yeah. It's genuine. I thought I'd heard every like mashup yes. of that song. This one I'd not heard, and I think it's my favorite. It's so good. I was genuinely dancing to it. <laughs> I think it should be on Spotify. It's so good. Someone will put it on Spotify, no doubt. Absolutely. Hopefully. Hopefully. But yeah, TikTok is now possibly the end of the old kind of meme culture. It's an accumulation of Vine and... I just don't know. I think it, it might change into something else. I think we'll do something else from this point because there's all the music you could possibly want is on it. So there's nothing like copyright yeah. infringed on it. Um, even there's a... Comp- people have started making like a compilation sound of all the sounds that were trending and it when um what was it when death steel became canon when um yes. putin was so people it was all like ha 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 nothing bad ever happened to the kennedys and to the kennedys all the different yeah. sounds that have just happened in the last two months but you've forgotten about them and you've moved on and there's something else it was now. like the one they did of the sounds from lockdown like the, yes. all the songs that were big during lockdown and i listened to that and i was like why does this feel like it was Years ago. a lifetime yeah. ago it was weird. It just moved so quickly, I think. And people were doing Pizza Hut and Taco Bell. That feels like it was last week, but it yeah. feels like we've moved it on since so then. It feels so long ago. Yeah. Yeah. So No one's doing them anymore. No. But I think I really enjoy TikTok because all the content I get, mainly book recommendations, houseplant tips, recipes, and people like people of colour educating on issues, talking about different issues a lot of like LGBT plus and I live in a very small town a very white area and I don't get to hear those kinds of voices in my everyday life but I get to hear them on TikTok so I think it should be I I really like it as that I feel part of a different kind of conversation and I feel like yeah I agree that's very true I think that's a very positive part of TikTok Mm. that you're allowed to hear I mean obviously there's going to be some opinions on there that aren't great but um the opinions I hear, I think, are always really enlightening. And yeah. they, and I always, like, I feel like you're all, in a very stupid way, I've learned a bunch of stuff on there. Because I've there are people doing so much. educational videos yeah. on there. But then there's, like, weird little hacks and stuff. It's like, what? Yes. How did I get to, like, this age and not know these things? And I think if there's I was so a many student... Hacks. Yeah, coffee hacks. Um, I think if I was a student still, that I would probably look at more, like, college study tips or like um resources and stuff so you know there's really even though everyone treats the algorithm like it's an evil thing and social media is just your attention's being diverted i think i've learned so much from tiktok especially during like the protests and stuff that were happening in summer yeah you got to see the perspective of people who are actually there when you couldn't necessarily leave your house so i think tiktok is a good thing in my opinion. Same. I'm glad that's the conclusion we came yeah, to. Yeah, and I will stop talking now because I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> shut up and let me talk. Well, mine's going to be kind of brief, but I had to talk about it. Um, it's the Babadook. Oh my god, yes! Okay, so this is maybe my favourite meme. It's kind of dead now. But I like to remember it happily in my heart so i'll give you some context basically the babadook is a psychological horror film that's it's also australian it's i've (laughs) never seen it but i've heard good things um and it's about a single mother and her child who are like really paranoid 
Um, also, the dad has just died, like her husband, okay. the child's dad's just died. But they're both really paranoid because they read this children's book. It's like a pop-up book called Mr. Babadook. And that Babadook manifests itself in their home. So it just keeps popping up. And they're really paranoid about that. <laughs> and it's apparently a really good film because it's like a metaphor for grief and the Babadook oh, is like to do with that okay so that doesn't that we sound love great? yeah like we love we love that sort of thing um but despite its serious and lovely message well probably not lovely but message around how to grieve um it did become a meme and probably not in the way people had expected because the meme was that the Babadook was so the villain of the story was an LGBTQ plus icon. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to give you the history of this meme. and the, the, Well, basically the memes that came out of it, the tweets. The yes, humor. I'm excited. So in 2016, a Tumblr user, and I'm probably going to mess up this name, but I think it's just... I at, oh, maybe Instagram. So like Ian and then... Instagram okay. and Instagram. Yeah. So we'll I'll call him Ian, but Instagram. You can. I think the account's deleted. And <laughs> so. um, they Ian. Yes. Posted. Um, that's probably not the name, but that's what I'm calling them. Posted. Whenever someone says the Babadook isn't openly gay, it's like, <laughs> did you even watch the movie? <laughs> um, so anyone wondering, um, the Babadook is definitely not openly gay in the film. <laughs> Yeah, what does he look like? Is it? A... Uh, do you want me to get a picture and share my screen with you so you can? I'll try and find a Babadook. 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 He's kind of a fashion icon. Ooh, I don't like him. Yeah, I mean he's like horror, horror, scary man. You 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 got the image in your head? Yeah. So you're not seeing gay icon. He has a hat on. <laughs> well, it's funny you should say that because that's definitely some people's point of. I really, why she I, is I don't icon. like this picture. I don't know how well you can. see No, we ignore that one. I've seen that one too, and I just like to pretend that's like, just doesn't exist. So it's um, but the other ones, it's kind of like. Yeah, I think like, it's kind I, of more for like the drawing one. Yeah, no, I like. If people are trying to, if people are getting a picture up and you want to envision this as you listen to this, get up the picture where he yeah. looks more like a drawing. That's the one we go. And for. he's kind of just like, he's smiling though. I think he's yeah, like he looks kind of happy. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we stand anyway. So Ian uh, on the then like two months later on December thirteenth added Carol, the film that came out in two thousand fifteen. Oh, yeah. Unlike the Babadook, was not a gay movie and was about a scary monster bothering a blonde stressed out mum. <laughs> because both Carol and the Babadook um, feature blonde stressed out mums, but the joke is that in this case, the uh, Carol was not a gay movie, no. but about a monster. Um, which, that's a good start to the meme, I believe. Yes. So I don't know if I'm wrong to accredit the meme to Ian. Ian. But it does seem like he maybe started it. And I don't know why he started it or where it came from, but I fully support that. Yes. Um, thank you, Ian. So then, yeah, thank you, Ian. I know your name is probably not Ian, but I couldn't find your Tumblr anymore. So I'm sorry. <laughs> um, okay, so another user supported the theory on Tumblr 
I'm saying this is all on Tumblr. It could be on Twitter. No, it's Tumblr. So another user supported the theory by suggesting that the Babadook creating a pop-up book himself to torture a family <laughs> was in fact just like iconic and very <laughs> and made him an icon of the LGBT plus community because it's so he did it for the drama. Yeah. He loved the drama. He wanted the drama and that makes him iconic. People were arguing that like the fact that he had to live in this like suburban house with this like blonde mother and her son was like it was his turmoil, it was his struggle yeah. and like, related to him being an icon as well. Um, but moving on, in 2016 now, so the same month, I don't know why I've, I'm acting like it's the uh, same year, I don't know why I'm acting like it's the same year, <laughs> um, an Instagram user posted, and this is where I began to follow the theory, um, so someone posted on Instagram, the Netflix menu which featured the Babadook in the LGBT movie section. <laughs> which probably was photo shoot. The article I read on this said that like they asked Netflix if this had and ever, like, if they ever put yeah. it in there. They didn't respond. So oh, it could have well, been it could in be. there. It's like Ted Cruz and his wife never admitting or denying if he was a Zodiac killer. We'll never yeah. know. We'll never know. We'll never know. So it could have been there and Netflix were just not addressing it. <laughs> and then the memes that I really enjoyed that came out around now, not now, but then, <laughs> they're making so much sense. <laughs> May 9th, the Instagram user uh, Mikey Pop spoofed RuPaul's Drag Race <laughs> by like pretending the Babadook had been on RuPaul's Drag Race. And the, qu- the quote was like, Babadook, your performance has us, well, Babashook. <laughs> So that's incredible. I love it. And then on Twitter, Carlos Mazza, who is at Gay Wonk, I hope I'm getting that (laughs) at right, um, said, tweeted, Babadook, I'm a terrifying monster that destroys families that try to suppress me. Gay people. Oh my God, same drinks later. (laughs) So now, like, people are starting to recognize. Babadook yeah, is icon. an icon, relatable icon. So then, John Paul Brammer, whose at is JP Brammer, um, and is a journalist, so someone with a serious job <laughs> tweeted, openly gay and with an affinity for hats and drama, the Babadook was the first time I saw myself represented in a film. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're right to recognise that the hat was the real selling point wow. for people. So that's kind of where that meme was. It was successful, but I don't think it was the most widestream meme. But then a couple of years later, probably like two years later, the movie It comes out in cinemas and the meme begins to evolve. Um, so I'm g- probably going to get this name wrong, but Nata Toying, I think Nata Toying or at Retro Geckos tweeted... The Babadook and Pennywise are the LGBTQ couple we need but don't deserve. <laughs> I, I really couldn't find the origin of this theory, and I don't know why people decided that they were in a relationship. That's amazing. But once again, I support that they would be in a relationship. Is it like um, the placement? Is it because Penny? From what I, I mean, I haven't watched it as we've discussed, but I, yeah, <laughs> he's like in suburbia but he's not allowed to be in suburbia he's like in the sewers of suburbia yeah i guess i guess that makes sense if it's like that's like a a hellscape for gay people 
Which it can be. The suburbs. Suburbia. Yeah, I think the issue is suburbia. So, <laughs> yeah. The root of all evil. <laughs> they were thinking these two demons trapped in suburban areas, they would have something in common. So yeah. they should get together. So, yeah, that's a good point. And then the last tweet I have on it was by Yuri, or at Serpentol, tweeted... Good night to the LGBT icons Pennywise the Clown and his long-term boyfriend the Babadook, Prosper Queens. Um, which, here's the thing. It just makes sense to me. Yes. And what I like now is that, you know, people go to, like, pride marches with just, like, the Babadook no. on the... Oh the, my like, god. What do you call them? I can't think of their name. They're the thing that you protest with. Why am I oh, like a banner. Yeah, their banner or whatever. They they've got like pictures of the Babadook. People turned up dressed as the Babadook oh, that to is pride. Amazing. Like it really had an impact. I'm less sold on like Pennywise being his boyfriend. That's not my favourite bit of the meme, but I like how it evolved into that. Yeah. But I just I love that people watch the Babadook, a very serious film about Grief. horror <laughs> and psychology and grieving for like people you've lost. Mm. And they thought what I'm going to take out of this film is the fact that the Babadook is a gay icon and I love when that happens. I love that. So it makes sense to me. I mean, there is some flaws in some of the theories because some people pointed out that it is in fact not actually technically a man but a female spider demon who is disguising themselves as a male clown. So he couldn't be, he wouldn't be the Babadook's boyfriend. Is this Stephen King's cocaine days? It feels like it must be. <laughs> I've never read, I've never read it. But like, from what I understand, the book is just wild. Because it was, it as in the monster, yeah. is um, Pennywise. That's much easier to say. Pennywise, or it, is brought into existence by like a turtle that burped or something and it brought it into it like a, a thousand year old turtle in like the early days of the universe burping and bringing this demon into existence it feels like it's definitely fueled by drugs <laughs> this is cocaine days because but then like there were some people on twitter who raised a valid point as well so you don't have to like the meme but they were saying i don't like that we're like labeling these demons and horror films as like gay or... yeah i but get that i get that i put i mean it's not really my place to say like don't have that opinion because that seems very valid yes. to me and it made me like consider how i feel about this meme mm-hmm. but i think the babadook can be a gay icon but we have to recognize that it's not a perfect meme no but no meme is. So no meme is do perfect. Have a problematic side. And you know, maybe that maybe it is a meme that we leave in the past. Yeah. But what I really like is that it, my main the enjoyment I get out of the meme is the fact that from such a serious film. Yeah. That's what we got. That, from it. And it's not even like a serious film that that turned out quite bad. Like it's a very good film mm. supposedly, and from this film, <laughs> people got that. That is incredible to me, and that is the beauty of memes, that you can take something from the most serious thing, from, like, world leaders. You can take things that important world leaders have said and meme them. And I just think that there's no time in history where we've had that 
freedom. Yeah. The freedom to just meme anything, to mock anything. <laughs> and that's the beauty of it. I think so. That's, yeah, that's such a lovely roundup, I think. I think it's like, I also think it comes with so much information being available all the time. Yeah. We know so much, like, more. We read more. It used to be, I think, um, on a newspaper. You would read yeah. more words. Before the internet, you'd read more words than a, like, 1700s peasant would ever read in their lifetime on, like, the front That's page of mad. a newspaper. So I didn't know that. And, like, lots of people couldn't read for a long time. So the amount of yeah. information we receive is unprecedented. Like, we don't know what it's doing to our brains to receive this amount of information all the time. Yeah. And I think the relief that I get from memes and that little bit of respite and joy from the humorous side of it I just yeah. keep on doing it. Except for um, Kardashians trying to capitalise on memes. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, let's let's just mention this. Because um, it, it was your idea. Well, you brought it up to me, Holly, didn't you? About the yeah. Kylie Jenner and Rise and Shine. Which, it was a meme I personally loved, if you don't know it. <laughs> Rise it's and Shine. Ki- it's Kylie Jenner walks into her child Stormy, Stormy's room. Yeah. And she says, as Holly just um, demonstrated, she <laughs> sings that, and everyone's like, found it hilarious yes. because it was so strange. Yes. Um, but as Holly said, they tried to capitalize off that. She made merch. She did yeah. videos where she would sing it again, and it was just like, yeah. oh, no. And that's when the meme dies for me. Yeah. Like when people try and capitalize off it, it's like, no. There's a difference between that's- laughing at yourself. And actually, and this is also what Gabby Hanna really struggles with because you can actually yeah. be humorous and be like, this is actually quite. You know, if you don't take yourself too seriously, but I think if you are trying to be like, oh lol, look how much I'm laughing about it. I buy my hoodie with it on. No, that's not. No, no. <laughs> it doesn't seem genuine, does it? No. It's like, you would never laugh about it that much. I feel like the first time you see it with any meme, like if, if it's not. like based on you you're gonna look at it and laugh at it once laugh at it a couple times but you're not gonna find it funny for like a week straight no and when people like gabby hannah for example do the videos and they're like i find it so funny i laugh at it every day oh it's just like no you don't no like you also i don't know personally i think it's okay if gabby hannah was like i don't love that i was made into a meme yeah i feel like i prefer that honesty because it was with gabby hannah it was the what if I'm the monster? But obviously she screams it. Um, <laughs> yeah, go I listen to dis- our YouTube episode disturb- where we yeah, go into Yeah, detail. go listen to that because we talk about that in depth. But I'm not going to scream it because I don't want to disturb my neighbours. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she like screams it and that became a big meme. And I understand why she might not have loved that because I guess it could be kind of embarrassing yeah. if that was you trying to do something. Yeah. And that's something you're passionate about and people are laughing at you. So I kind of prefer if she just went, listen, I felt kind of awkward about it. So I just didn't really address it. Yeah. But I'm happy for other people to I'll laugh just leave about it. Alone. It's just, I don't engage yeah. with it. Don't look at it. You, exactly. you, you must have assistants that can block things and filter things so you don't have to encumber into contact with them anymore and yeah. you don't have to force yourself to be like look how well I'm taking this everybody look how much I'm I'm so on board with you taking the piss out of everything I do because that'd be awful that can't be easy like I get that that's not easy but no. I, th- I think the problem is that she never deals with it in like a rational way no. it's either like I'm gonna joke about it or I'm gonna cry and 
like yeah complain <laughs> you know scream at the camera and call you a bully yeah um high school you could bullies just, yeah it would make more sense to me if she just did a sit down video once where she explained that she struggles with some stuff on the internet and that's okay and that's all she's gonna mm-hmm. say she just addresses it there and she's like Mutual. that's the last i'll say of it yeah, absolutely i don't mind you making these memes but just don't be surprised if i'm not reacting to them or laughing along yes because it's hard for me yeah that's ooh. it's completely normal i'm, I'm yeah. trying to think of someone who's handled a meme really well but I, there's nothing coming to my mind the only thing I can think of is, and again, we've talked about this before, but James Charles singing um, Bring Me Little Walt Sylvie, and he commented on the video and was just like, <laughs> like it was all like keyboard. He, I feel like he does react kind of well to memes. Because you know the one of him where he's like, his makeup is very bad and he's like, his face is bright white. Oh, yeah. It's a picture. Yeah. And <laughs> people kept, I think people kept putting it into like vines or maybe it was tiktoks definitely videos would be like him popping up with that face going hi sisters yes oh my god there's i think it's yeah. in one of the jenna marbles um she talks about when people were editing her into like horror film um oh my gosh yes and she was like have that you seen well. the james charles one where it's like ouija board or something and that's they pan around the room and it's james james charles face pops out and goes hi sisters <laughs> i think that's what i was thinking of but i think he has like because that was a big meme him with that like very white face of makeup um it's like glow in the dark i think he's addressed it i think he's like one halloween maybe i think i'm making this up but i feel like he's done the makeup again yeah and made a joke out and i think that's kind of a good way to deal with it just address it once maybe make a joke about it don't make like a whole thing of you being like i find it so funny it's the funniest thing i'm so good at taking jokes (laughs) another one another one where people are saying dehumanizing me (laughs) oh it's so funny you don't have to. You don't have to pretend that. You know, I like... definitely wouldn't take them all well. Oh, you absolutely know? not. Because like sometimes people don't realise, but you might be sensitive about something. Yeah. And they don't know, and they're not doing it maliciously. But it's okay if you then don't take that okay. Because you don't don't get angry at people. Just maybe explain why you're upset by yeah. it. You know, mm. that's what I would do. But you never yeah. know. I'm not famous. Not yet. <laughs> One day, want to be famous? Listen, listen to the podcast, guys, so <laughs> so I can be famous, so I can achieve fame, and go watch our YouTube videos. Please do. Um, you get to see our faces. I've, yes, you do. <laughs> the ones from I made. I've only made one from our um, videos last week. Video podcast last week because the quality was not great because <laughs> I lost Wi-Fi so many times. <laughs> so if you go and watch the one from last week. You can see that I've edited in lots of pictures <laughs> to sort of disguise that. Um, and I was hoping no one would notice, but I reckon they probably would. But I find that funny, personally. Yes, I love that. Also, I got carried away, away because I'm new to editing videos, obviously. I, but I really enjoy She's so that. good at it, honestly. Like, yeah, I if you think... love it. You would it's think we had a, a team behind process. us, but no... Just, just us, just two. us two. <laughs> but the other day when I did this one video, I figured out how to like put text on it, Ooh. and I just got carried away with it. So there's loads of text in it that I've just added. Where I've been like, <laughs> that's so exciting. Oh, yeah, so go watch it just to check out my new editing skills, which <laughs> definitely not great. But oh, just whacked my microphone. Um, so that's probably that's probably a hint that I should stop talking. <laughs> Um, I think, do you have anything you want to end on, Holly, or 
Do you want to answer a question? Oh my god, I completely forgot about the questions. Uh, yeah, yes. let's go on, let's answer a question. So this is our final segment, which we like to end on. We don't always end on it, but we like to try. <laughs> um, where I ask Holly a question, and she tries to answer it in a very self-centred way, instead of <laughs> in, like... She's not very self-centred <laughs> as a person, and I'm encouraging her to be more self-centred, and an absolute diva, because one day we'll be famous, and I reckon... She'll need that diva persona. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to think of like something, something based off what we've talked about today. I'm tempted to ask you what what your favourite meme is, but I don't know if that's is that too easy to answer today, or do, do you want to answer that? Mm. Should I give you something more spicy? What's your spicy option if you've got a spicy option? Let me think. I'll take. Let me think. I'm, like, I always look around my room for inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like this is good. What is your favourite, like, bad film? So it's Ooh. bad, but you enjoy it, and you're kind of embarrassed to say that you enjoy it. You know those sort of films? Yes. Because um, my first <laughs> thought is New Moon, because everyone shits on New Moon. Yeah, go for New Moon. Go for New Moon, if you want. I think New Moon is my... I think any of the Twilight Saga you're allowed to have for that question, because they're... Yeah, but if you, people... <laughs> if you said part, Breaking Dawn Part 1... Or even Breaking Door Part 2. If they were your favourite Twilight movies, there's something wrong with you. <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's, like, if you did come out of that, I would I would think that was an embarrassment for you and you should maybe edit that out. <laughs> yeah, not broadcastable. I feel like one of the ones that I, I think you like, and I know I like, and I think it is semi-embarrassing, the um, animated Anastasia movie. Oh! <gasps> Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Isn't yes, that yes, yes, yes. like it's brilliant, but also just so terrible. So I think the reason I think it's terrible is the massive historical inaccuracies. <laughs> they didn't care. What? They did not care. They had the the fact that they made the songs where it was like the Have you heard in Saint um, There's a rumor in Saint Petersburg. Yeah. That would not have happened. They are literally under Leninist, Stalinist Russia. Like exactly. Yes. And As Anastasia is definitely. The, Oh. The bit that gets me is the fact that Rasputin's the villain. Yes, I forgot about Rasputin. Which he's makes dead. no sense. <laughs> like, one, because he's dead. Two, because he was never an enemy to the royal family no. in Russia. He worked for them. Yep. It makes no sense that he would be the villain. And he gets, like, like the best. I mean, the, the music in that is beautiful. But he so gets good. such a good But I can't remember what the song is, but I know that I love I think it, like, pops into my head every now and again, and I just I love it. I kind of know what you mean. But when I ask the question... I kind of thought maybe you'd say something like that because I know we've discussed that in the past. Yes. But maybe you don't think it's a bad film, but that's probably why I was just like, I think it's a good film. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's because the animation's maybe not brilliant. Yeah, it's very and the plot basic. is maybe well, no, the plot's good, but like the storyline is maybe not great and the vast historical inaccuracies. However, it's very cute. Isn't oh, I it? love it. I want yeah. it. You know, when she is it when she's finally in Paris. And yeah. she wears like a tiara and she's got like long white gloves and a blue dress. And I was like, oh, that's what I want. I want mm. that dress. <laughs> I swear her hair length changes as well midway oh my through God, it. Because the whole time she's got that little ponytail in. Yeah. Her hair's like this long. <laughs> and then at the end, when whenever she gets put in that dress at one point and her hair's like really down long. to her waist or something. Yeah. Doesn't make sense. But I love it um, for that, yeah. 
But once again, Holly failed at answering a something self-centeredly because I just spoke over it. No, and you gave, gave her I an needed, answer instead. I needed help. I needed. I heard. I heard new moon, and I thought not bad enough. But however, we both don't think Anastasia's bad. We just think. I think it's more of an issue of like if. If I sat down and watched it with my family, they'd be like, this is terrible. <laughs> this is so bad. For example, when I watched Frozen 2 with them, and the whole time I'd be like, this is the best film ever. <laughs> and they watched it and hated oh, it. Oh, I love Frozen 2 so much. Get to I watch Frozen 2! Yay! Do you? Why? Just because it's getting called Christmas time. Oh, would you not watch it in summer? I haven't wa- did watch it in summertime. I watched it in July. <laughs> That's how ready I am for the winter. <laughs> not that I, I love the summer, but like, um, I just feel like at, at least by August, I'm a bit like, okay. Ready for it now. Moving on. Because yeah. I feel like our summer kind of started in March this year. It was, it was so warm hot. in March. Yeah, definitely. And then by the time it got to like July, here it was really rainy and kind of cold. <laughs> so then I was like, okay, it's over now. Yeah. So, okay, well. Well, we've had an interesting chat. Yeah. And let us know what your favourite bad film is, because I can't yes. think of them. And, I yeah, I want to know. Hot takes. We want culture hot gang takes. hot takes. <laughs> yeah. Do you like us calling you culture gang? Um, what's your favourite bad film? What's your favourite meme? Yes. And... On our social, the YouTube, the Insta, the Twitter, the TikToks. We've got everything. We've got everything. We don't have a Tumblr, because, like... I don't really think people are using Tumblr now. I don't think we should go back. I feel like if we no. got Tumblr, it would be going back to a dark place. <laughs> I'm on Tumblr, but only because occasionally I get good memes from there. They still have good meme content. I kind of wish I was on it when the Twilight Renaissance was going on, but also... See, I was. That's one of the reasons I stayed. But I was watching so many TikToks where people were like going through um, Twilight memes, so I was like, I, I got it. So you don't really need to go on Tumblr again. Anyway, so yeah, hit us up. We'd love to hear from yeah. you. Um, but thank you for listening if you made it all the way through. I hope you enjoyed. Yes. Bye! Okay. Bye! Have a lovely week. Bye!